0: Thank you so much for tuning in to the School Safety 101 podcast. My name is Steve Webb, and I am your host. This podcast is sponsored in part by Safe School Systems, providing school safety strategies to better protect our future, and the Safe School Helpline, helping parents and students break the silence to prevent an event. Within this podcast, we discuss 21st century school safety issues and best practices to help keep our kids safe while they attend school. Today, we are going to discuss an article by Carol Warner where she highlights the top five school safety concerns and ways to address them. Carol writes for the Center for Education and Employment Law, who publishes Keeping Your School Safe and Secure, a practical guide. They are currently on their 11th edition and they cover several important areas of school safety, such as bullying, crisis management dealing with intruders, drugs and alcohol, weapons, and even student searches. This guide also has current court cases that are occurring today that deal with student discipline, as well as school safety events, like the new lawsuits that were just filed in the Marshall County shooting event. And we're going to cover that in in a future episode. But today, this article by Warner cites a survey in 2016 that rated K-12 administrator worries about school safety and security. And it analyzed the top five with the first and most cited worry at 52% of respondents being emergency preparedness. I think this is certainly a common concern among schools as we are not built, nor are we trained to become a secure facility. And we are particularly vulnerable to what I call domestic attacks, domestic meeting by students already in the school since they are supposed to be in the facility. And they do. Students do have certain rights to privacy of their person as their constitutional rights are not necessarily forfeited when they enter the school. And this is upheld time and time again from the Tinker v. Des Moines decision where According to open sources, the United States Supreme Court ruled seven to two that students do not, and I quote, shed their constitutional rights at the schoolhouse gate. So what does that mean for us? Put very simply, if we are truly going to be prepared for an emergency, we need to first and foremost learn to identify threats to our environment, and I mean we need to do this daily this is not another huge strategic planning session where you you form committees and design teams and task forces whatever you need to put together some five year plan that may or may not drive decision making however however if done correctly that is a great first step to uh, gaining stakeholder participation but what i am talking about is daily exercises to increase situational awareness not just administrators and security personnel, they are already, already in security mode. I am talking about engaging teachers, students, and families to take time out of their day, take time from their routine to include safety and security decision-making as part of their routine. Yes, folks, I am including the kids. Let me tell you why. Here's some research on what kids are experiencing in schools. According to a study by Kahn, McManus, and Harris, one in five high school students report being bullied at school and one in six report being bullied electronically. Everett and Price found that one in four middle and high school students from around the country report being a victim of violence at or around school. Fear of danger at school and in the community have measurable effects on school attendance, behavior, and grades. Found by Bowen and Bowen. Delaney and Black found that children in early elementary school with a history of exposure to violence and or are victims of violence score significantly lower on IQ and reading ability. On average, over seven points lower on IQ and almost ten, ten points lower in reading achievement. Urban elementary and middle school children who report witnessing violence in the community display lower levels of academic achievement that persists over time. It's a Heinrich study. And and this this exposure to violence creates stress and anxiety among children, affecting their ability to concentrate and focus on learning. And in some cases, this is related to post-traumatic stress disorder as Everett and Price found, Schwartz and Proctor, and Radner. Folks, teachers, parents, all of us together should be mentors in teaching kids how to be aware of their environment, no matter where they go and no matter who they are with. We should be working with children and their families daily on signs of depression and social issues going on with them, we should be providing a safe and nurturing atmosphere at school so the kids can truly understand what love of one another is. This is building true relationships. This is building trust. Once we are doing this innately, without having to constantly remind ourselves that we should be better mentors When teachers discuss ways to better protect our children in the teacher's lounge, at prep periods, during lunch hour, or wherever. When parents are discussing ways to protect our children at their PTA meetings or the grocery store, in the pickup line, and so forth. And the kids. When the kids are talking about ways to help identify threats, identify issues with their friends during school and on their social platforms, Then, and only then, are we building a culture of constant readiness, a culture of all hands on deck, if you will, a culture of connectedness, connecting the dots where interaction produces action. True emergency preparedness is when multiple modes of a system are working together, in sync, in cooperation, to make that overall system more efficient. This working in silos, which is very typical in most organizations, this is what creates stagnation and and complacency. This complacency, complacency just happens to be the next most worrisome area to K twelve administrators, according to this article from Warren. Before today, we are about out of time, so. We will dive into this culture of complacency in our next episode of School Safety 101. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Steve Webb, and you can contact me at www.safeschoolsystems.org. That's www.safeschoolsystems.org with comments or especially ideas on how we can keep our children safe. Because folks, we are all in this together.